Hey, hey, welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, hey, hey, Ron. It's 929 in the evening on this lovely September 27, 2022. I should have been driving hours ago, but yeah, I was knocked out. I just slept from, see here, yeah, I drove last yesterday from like 7 to 7. Got home around 7.30-ish in the morning. Yeah, I drove from like 7 p.m. till 7 in the morning today. Got home like 7.30 a.m. Went to sleep <clears throat> and slept <coughs> like all the way from like 8. I was in bed pretty much from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Like seriously in deep sleep for a good chunk of that. And so, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm finally getting going. About to go get some kombucha. Javi, that's my energy. That's my energy drink that I drink of choice. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, about to drive from yeah, 10 to 10-ish. We'll see if I make it the full 12 hours, though, because I have church at 7 o'clock tomorrow. So, yeah. Anyway, I wanted to shout out real quick. Let's see here. There was some nice young gentlemen that I had in my car the other night. I want to shout out Tanner. And Jake, nice young man, had a great conversation about faith and just the questions that come with it. And yeah, there was a nice other nice young lady. I don't know if she ever listened to this, uh, but what was her name? We had a good conversation, too. Ah, I can't I can't remember. Yeah, I picked her up at Walmart. Aha, it was Stephanie. Yeah, her name was Stephanie. <laughs> Shout out to Stephanie. We had a good conversation as well. I didn't get to... F- this are, I just love people that are at least willing to... like. They have questions. They're at least willing to say, like, hey, I don't know. Um, I think that's a, actually a better state than being in, like, defiantly saying, I don't believe in God. I don't have anything to do with God. Even just saying I'm spiritual, like... People, I don't know. It was just good. People that are actually saying they believe, but they don't. They don't have all the answers, and they're still they're still searching to know more about God, and they're seeking to have a deeper relationship with God and understand Him better and uh, read His Word. So, yeah, I commend that. I commend people that are in those mindsets where. It's so easy to reach a place where you just like you think you know it all. Even I, I've read through, I've listened to the entire Bible, been in church my whole life. I'm, you know, reading through it now, halfway through, and I'm like realizing there's so much I don't know. And so I love that the Lord is just revealing things to me step by step, moment by moment. 
And yeah, I never get into arguments with people about the Bible or feel like I have to defend it because um, it defends itself. All I do is say, hey, this is what I personally believe. And these are some of the things that the Holy Spirit has revealed to me. And um, anyway, I've had some really good conversations with people the last couple couple days. Shoot, weeks. Shoot, ever since I've been driving Uber, I've been having some good conversations with people. So, all right. Praise God. Thank you that my body is healed finally. Yeah. My allergies. It's still, you know. Nah, I ain't going to say that. My allergies are way a billion times better. Yes. I Yeah, I got over that hump. Whew. Can breathe. Yes. Praise God. All right. Jonah. Chapter two is only 10 verses. Is there anything else I can say? Oh, I was interested as this young lady in my car. She deals with mania and struggling to sleep. And it was just interesting just to meet somebody. And she used to be a banker and went through some hard stuff in life. It was just interesting. I was like, wow, there's somebody who gets me. Like, this is almost the female version of myself. Like, I'm talking to the female version of Aaron right now. Not like exactly, but just some like some of the things that she was saying, I was like, I related to everything she was saying. I was like, wow, can I date you? <laughs> uh, but I didn't, you know, I try to be careful with that. Like, I only, yeah, it's dangerous kind of being single and driving Uber because it's like, if they look semi-attractive at all, I hate to say semi-attractive because in God's eyes, we're all beautiful, right? But you know, you like what you like. You're attracted to what you're attracted to, right? There's, yeah. It's like, you like certain types of cars. Like, there's certain cars I don't like. There's certain cars I do like. And so, um, not saying women are cars. You know what I mean, though. I can honestly find the beauty in any woman. I don't care who she is. But there's just certain women I'm, like, instantly more attracted to. Like, as soon as I meet them, like, this, their demeanor and their attitude, their personality... Especially if they're bubbly and sweet and kind and kind of gen- and have like a gentle and quiet spirit, I'm just drawn to that. And um, yeah, I met this one lady. She was from Honduras, and she was asked. See, our Spanish, our English wasn't the greatest. She was speaking, and I was just speaking in my best I could in Spanish. And uh, anyway. I was tempted to make a move. Yeah, yeah, with the other young lady. Yeah, just. Ask for that number, but I always kind of let them lead with that. Like if they offer, like ask for my number, or offer to give me that number. Um. Yeah. And even then, yeah, I try to be careful because I am not trying to get caught up. I am not trying to get caught up in this uber game yeah i'm not trying to get in trouble at all i'll get accused of doing something wrong especially if they're inebriated at all so i try to remain professional as possible so all right jonah chapter two Jonah, man, we used those seven minutes. All right, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the belly of the fish. I called to the Lord in my distress, and he answered me. I cried out for help from deep inside Sheol and heard my voice. 
you heard my voice. You threw me into the depths. I already have this underlined. So I can relate to it. I've been in my own version of Sheol. You threw me into the depths, into the heart of the seas, and the current overcame me. All your breakers and your billows swept over me. But I said, I have been banished from your sight, yet I will look once more toward your holy temple. The water engulfed me up to the neck. The watery depths overcame me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. I sank to the foundations of the mountains. The earth's gates shut behind me forever. Then you raised my life from the pit, Lord my God. As my life was fading away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you, to your holy temple. Those who cherish worthless idols abandon their faithful love. But as for me, I will sacrifice to you with a voice of thanksgiving. I will fulfill what I have vowed. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Then the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. Hmm. I personally, I, that's what I told the young lady, one of the young ladies that had a lot of questions. And she's asked, like, she's like, the virgin birth. How's that even possible? Everybody knows like a man and a woman um, have to have sex, you know, relations to have a baby. And, um, and she's talking about weed and defending her weed. And, you know, <laughs> I brought up mandrakes. Anyway, it was just an interesting conversation. But ultimately, I was just telling her just like, that whole trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on not only your own understanding, all your ways acknowledge him, he'll direct your path, you know, be not wise in your own eyes, resist the devil and he'll flee. Just that, that's, that's the Christian life. And then I also like was bringing up the 10 commandments, how God took the 10 and he whittled it down to two to just say, love the Lord God with all your soul, mind, heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. And I was like, that second one is really, it's not the easiest. It's hard to love people, especially people who you don't like, who you don't get along with, or who treats you horribly, you know? And uh, yeah, and just how the gospel, the Bible is simple enough for a child to understand, but complex enough for us to never get bored of it. Like even in eternity, we're going to still be learning about God and creation and history and, our, and nature. And there's going to be new discoveries made about our world and what it's capable of and Flying cars, I believe, and I'm going to be exploring other planets and galaxies and just God is going to be showing out like crazy and it's going to be amazing. Like take the just look at it like how knowledge is rapidly expanding already, like information. How it would take it would have taken years for us to learn some of the things that we learned and read it in books. And now you, with a click of a button, you can learn about things quickly and use Siri and Google. and Anyway, where is I going with all that? I was talking to old girl. Yes, I told her she needed to have an encounter with the Lord. And until you have a true encounter with the Lord to where without a shadow of a doubt, he's real to you and the Bible is real to you and you realize it's like nothing else is true except his word and him and just like you know you know that 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 you know how real he is. Until you have that encounter, then you're going to still kind of be like very like blind to the things of God. And um, I mean, in a way, we're all still kind of blind and 
until you become born again, until you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, even then, even after you receive him as your Lord and Savior and become born again, there's things, it's kind of like, yeah, an example I used to use is like, uh, I used to play this game called Age of Empires. And there was this mode that you could play with to where when you started out playing the game, all you could see was what was with was what was in your little circle, what was lit up. And then the rest of the world around you was dark and it wasn't lit up that those areas didn't light up of your board until you like, you know, it was like you and your house until like you built like a little town center and started spawning more people, creating more humans and then building like a little farm and then building like a little military base to protect you from when somebody tried to attack you. There's always, yeah, this whole, it was, it was a fun role-playing game. I think that's what they call them, RPG. It's really cool. I used to love Age of Empires. I used to love that game. But uh, yeah, in that mode, you couldn't see the entire board. You couldn't even see your enemies or, you know, you can only see what the areas that you had already occupied. And then I like to play the other version, though, where you could see the entire board. You could see your enemies and you could see where stuff was like gold and stone and, you know, wood to be able to chop down and the rivers and ocean, ocean to like be able to fish. And It's a fun game. Go look up Age of Empires. I almost want to get it again. I used to love that game. Um, let my kids play it. But um, where is I going with that? That's kind of like the Christian life. When you're first born again, you just see. When you're born again, when, before you're born again, you're just in complete darkness. And you're just stumbling through life and you don't know what, why you're stumbling and nothing makes sense. Not really. And then, yeah, when you become born again, you get a little glimpse of light, the light, and you start to see things. And you start to occupy territories, in areas where the enemy these lies and the strongholds that he's had in your mind and you're able to see your enemy and defend yourself when he attacks you. And then, yeah, one day when we're in heaven, when everything flips over to the other side, you'll be able to see everything for the most part. <laughs> and there'll be these, yeah, all the whole board will be lit up. There'll be no more darkness, no more day and night. And it'll just be day, light everywhere. And then they'll just you'll just be able to explore land after land after land and area after area and just it's gonna be amazing. So all right, let me read these Tony of yes, but all of us until we have that encounter with the Lord, to like an like you have to have an encounter with the Lord to where something breaks in your mind where it's like there's no going back. Like you can't tell me that Jesus isn't real. You can't tell me that you know, resisting sin and, and, and telling people about the gospel and walking in the cleansing of the blood of Jesus isn't worth it all. Like reading my Bible, spending time in prayer, going to church, that it isn't worth, yeah, tithing, like just living like for Jesus isn't worth it. You can't tell me that. It's that it's not worth it. That, it's, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Nothing can deter me from that. Yes, do I have doubt? Do I have doubts? Yeah. Do I have rough days? Especially when I'm get home and I'm lonely, hot, and horny. Yes, but still, I have this confidence in knowing that Jesus Christ is with me every step of the way, and will see me through to the end.
as I run my race. All right. In the 8th century BC, God reached down into the school of the prophets, which in, I already read that. My bad, y'all. We're in chapter two's notes. These are the Tony Evans notes, by the way. When the storm threatened destruction, when the storm threatened destruction, when sinners criticized him, Jonah remained rebellious. But when he was swallowed by a fish, Jonah prayed. Some of us don't get right with God until circumstances are so adverse that they swallow us whole either. Let's repent and pray before we find ourselves in such desperate straits. Yeah, I love that one song, Defender. Look up the song, Defender. I can't remember who sings it. But I know Stephanie Gretzinger, I think, is one of the singers. Anyway, yeah, she said, all I did was pray. All I did was worship. All I did was bow down. Like, sometimes, a lot of times, that's all God has asked for. Like, and that's where his power shows up. When we just humble ourselves and get into a position of, like, surrender and say, Lord, I'm tired of living for myself. I'm tired of doing things my own way. Help me, Lord. Help me. Help me. Anyway. Um, yeah, and like, and to do it before we go down that path of destruction, like, stop. All right. Turn around. Ultimately, it wasn't the sailors, but God who was responsible for tossing the prophet overboard. Have you, have you ever been in a pit, so to speak? Are you there now? If so, there's good news. The pit is not a bad place to be if it gets you back in the will of God. When a visit to that place is what it takes to nudge you back on track spiritually, you can thank God for it. Yes, I thank God for the pits I've been in. They weren't the greatest at the time. They were kind of rough. But those pits, or like if you watch the Pilgrim's Progress, those swamps of Despon or whatever, those, yeah, those times when he detoured, they, it's almost like touching your hand on a hot stove. It's like you never want to do that again. Like with alcohol, I never want to drink alcohol again. Um, it took a while to get to that point, but eventually it was nothing but the Holy Spirit, honestly, that kept me from going back to that and still is sustaining me from that. Um, smoking, all forms of smoking. It's nothing but the Holy Spirit that empowered me to stop doing that and not want to go back to it again. Um, Having sex outside of marriage, um, nothing but the Holy Spirit keeping me from doing that. Now, masturbation, uh, that's another discussion. I still need help with that. I have my days where I'm good, weeks that I'm good, and then times I'm like, man, this is, God, I need your grace. Because, like, I honestly, when that scripture says it's better to burn with lust, I mean, it's better to be married than to burn with lust. I'm at that point now. And I need the Holy Spirit to um, bring me into a position to where I'm financially stable enough to, I want to at least have my, like, own a house and have a steady stream of income other than Uber, another sturdy, steady stream, consistent stream, and to be completely debt free before I get married again. But I feel like I'm ready to at least, I feel like I'm at the point where I would like to start dating again, but dating with purpose and dating somebody for like a year um, and it build toward marriage. Cause man, I am big time struggling.
with like every woman that gets in my car. <laughs> every woman I see just about I'll like I look at them like in them old cartoons where you see they would see like a piece of meat and they'd be salivating. And then an old friend reached out to me recently and I was like, gosh, should I respond to this message? And I wouldn't head and did, but it's like I already know. Like, just all these old feelings start coming up again. These desires and lustful thoughts. Anyway, I'm wrestling. I gotta pray for your boy because I'm struggling big time. It's a battle. I'm putting on the full armor of God daily. Shoot, sometimes multiple times a day. All right, what was I? Uh, thank God for the pits. All right, when my son was young, I told him to empty the trash. He told me that he didn't feel like it, but I assured him I could change the way he felt. And I did. Likewise, God changed the way Jonah felt because God loved him enough to do so. As a result, Jonah remembered that salvation belongs to the Lord. Therefore, he was ready to fulfill what he had previously vowed. Jonah was given a second chance to make a right decision. Valuable time and energy had been wasted, though. And valuable time and energy had been wasted, though. And the prophet was no doubt stinky and sticky from his ordeal. When God, God calls you to obedience, you need to understand this. He's not going to change his character or his word. We are the ones who have to adjust. It's best to do things his way from the start. In Matthew's gospel, we learn that the unbelieving scribes and the Pharisees were demanding a sign from Jesus. He told them that they would be given the sign of the prophet Jonah, for as Jonah was in the belly of, see Matthew chapter 12, verse 38 through 39. For as Jonah was in the belly of a huge fish three days and three nights, so the Son of Man would be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. Matthew chapter 12, verse 40, and see Jonah chapter 1, verse 17. Hmm, I didn't even make that connection. Yeah, Jesus is like Jonah. When Jonah came out of the fish, he carried a message of repentance to Nineveh. God would show compassion on Nineveh through the symbolic death and resurrection of a prophet. But in Jesus Christ, he showed mercy on you and me by the actual death and resurrection of the Son of God. Indeed, then, something greater than Jonah is here. See Matthew chapter 12, verse 41. Wow. Wow, this is See, everything in the Old Testament points to Jesus. Simple as that. The story of Joseph, the story of Moses, the story of Isaac. Yeah, Abraham and Isaac and that sacrifice. Isaac, Jesus is a Isaac is a foreshadowing to Jesus. Joseph, foreshadowing to Jesus. Daniel, foreshadowing to Jesus. Job, foreshadowing to Jesus. David, foreshadows to G Jesus. I go on and on and on and on and on and on. Even going back to Cain and Abel. Cain, Abel, foreshadowing to Jesus. Like. Enoch foreshadowed Jesus. Like all these people throughout the Bible, Jonah here foreshadows Jeremiah, foreshadows Jesus. Hosea foreshadows Jesus. You can see Jesus all throughout the Old Testament. And I think that's the biggest, the saddest, one of the biggest mistakes that people make when they read the Bible is like they just read it and think of it as like this old history textbook and come in with all these preconceived notions and 
they go based off of what they've heard their parents say. It's like, no, if you actually read the Bible, just read it from cover to cover. Ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Go ahead and get yourself a good commentary uh, if that helps you. But honestly, just recommend just reading it without commentary. Just read it, read it, read it. Ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you because it's reading you as you're reading. It's like a mirror. It's a reflection of like your sin and who you are and who you really are. And you're you're exposed. All your nakedness. Every like if you ever stood in if you ever stood in a mirror and looked at yourself naked, and you see all the little blemishes and little pudginess and you know things that you would like to change about your body, not to like make you feel like. Um, it's not to condemn you or make you feel bad. It's really to just like, be like, hmm, these are areas where, you know, I probably, you know, could consider changing, you know, at least start go walk on for a walk. I'm not saying go get surgery or anything or get tummy tucks or anything. Just start exercising, you know, like I'm putting on a few pounds. Let me get, let me get my body right. Same thing with your spirit, man. It's almost like looking at a mirror of your spirit, man, and be like, because that's more important than your body, physical body. Your physical body is going to go into the ground one day, but your spirit, man, that's what's going to live on for eternity. So much of this doesn't even fully make sense as I'm talking. Like, like even now, I'm like, as I'm talking, I'm like, I kind of understand what I'm saying, but I kind of don't. Hopefully you're getting it. Your spirit, man, is more important than your body. And as you read through the word of God, your spirit, man, gets stronger and stronger and gets stronger and stronger to where it dictates what your flesh does. Your flesh is no longer in control. Your spirit, man, is in control. So when you're addicted to weed you, or you're addicted, you can't even go to sleep without a drink of alcohol. You can't, you know, you need these sleeping pills. You need this, this, and this, and this. It's like, no. Greater if you're addicted to whatever, fill in the blank. No, greater is he that is in me. Are you dealing with fear and rejection and anxiety and anger and pain and sadness? Like, no, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The Holy Spirit will reveal all things through his word. If you read it, you will see Jesus all throughout the Old Testament. And just wait till we get to the New Testament. It's going to be powerful. All right, y'all. I'm done rambling. About to get some kombucha, pick up some folks. Make this money and pray for a miracle. I need $100,000. When I get $100,000, I need y'all to pray for me that I get an anonymous, like, I don't care who it is. I don't care how it comes. But as soon as I get this $100,000, uh, I'm quitting Uber. I'm not, and I'm not going back. Yeah, I'm quitting. I'm never going back to a regular job. And yeah, all I'm going to do is write and podcast, write and podcast. Shout out to those of y'all who've been listening to my audio book, uh, Jump. If you look up Jump by Aaron J. Yancey, it's on Spotify and it's on iTunes. I've been looking at people from other countries who've been listening to it. It's pretty cool to see where people are listening. Thank you for listening to it. Um, every time... You listen, I get paid point zero zero four six seven cents somewhere around there. I just got a direct deposit the other day for like two hundred something dollars. So thank y'all for we've been listening. Uh, I can't wait to yeah, eventually get to a million spins. I'm only at about two hundred thousand spins on our way to a million. So thank you so much. 
every time you listen, eventually I got I need I'm thinking about switching platforms for this podcast so I can get paid when y'all listen to it. Cause I'm at about I can't remember how many spins this is I've had on this on this podcast. I wanna say ten thousand. I can't remember. But if I got paid the way I do for I'm really seriously considering putting this podcast onto iTunes and Spotify. Like after yeah, after I'm done reading shoot. It might yeah, I'm honestly, you know what? I just won't be reading out of the Tony Evans commentary. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. After, because y'all that are listening to this podcast, when you listen to it, you find it on iTunes and Spotify. Okay. But what I'm going to do is, yes, starting pretty soon here, I might be with Jonah. Stay tuned. I'll let y'all know. But I'm going to start doing like poetic reflections on every chapter will just be like a little short poem and I'll write, I'll probably blog out the poem, like the format, I'll blog out the poem somehow. Yeah, I'll blog it out on my website, AaronJNC.com. I need to put it on Chew the Bible, but anyway, right now it's AaronJNC.com. I'll blog it out and then I'm going to record it and release it. Hmm. I'm going to record it and release it on like on like when you go to music for iTunes, like there's a way you can listen to, or Spotify, wherever you get your music, it's gonna show up on there. And you can listen to the poetic reflection. I'm just gonna yeah. And then that way that'll be another form of income. I'm just trying to get away from having to drive anymore. I mean, I don't mind driving right now. I'm just thankful to be able to have a way to make money. But yeah, my car is at over 100,000 miles. I don't want to put any more miles on this thing. And as much as I like talking to people and networking and getting to know people, like I'm over this driving stuff. Like there's, I feel like God has made me for so much more. Um it is cool being able to evangelize to people and tell them about Jesus and have good conversations. And I probably will still always kind of do Uber. Just like I just want to go down to part time though, like really only drive on the weekends, um, like Fridays and Saturdays. Make my quick little six hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars for the weekend, and then just be done. Like yeah, like like a Thursday through Saturday, or whatever. Shoot, make a quick thousand dollars and just be done. So and just have Monday through Thursday off. Okay. So anyway, I'm done. I'll Romans three twenty three says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans six twenty three says, For the wages or the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. 
For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.